0: funny enough like as he was getting dressed and after he showered and everything he he goes and he looks at my cabinet of toys basically uh, you know? <laughs> and
1: he- welcome to another episode of That's sexy and single sisters over 50, 50. Welcome to another episode. Welcome, ladies. Hello. Hello. Well, we're going to jump right in tonight. I was thinking about something kind of interesting because it applies to me and, and I'm sure it applies to many people. But I was just wondering, have either of you ladies ever thought about your exes or checked, let's say some exes, maybe you checked their social media or were kind of curious or have either of you done that? Ever? No. Really? Like no old flames from high school, college, know one from
0: college but other than that i'm when i'm done i'm done well i kind
2: of don't want to know but i I mean i i I think my exes i was married to them all and the ones that i wasn't married (laughs) to i don't want to know what they're doing
1: oh well i kind of wanted to know (laughs) like my first (laughs) love (laughs) my first love i was kind of thinking about him and i was wondering i'm like you know he really he waited for a very long time to get married i think he was in his late 40s but nonetheless we kind of kept in touch you know the years but i we did we dated from like age 20 to 24 but it was on and off it was turbulent and there were some issues on his side he had a little little not drug problem well kind of <laughs> he um little cocaine problem you know minor things um so but good looking guy. And anyway, we stayed in touch. We stayed friends. So I heard he got married, I don't know, 10 years ago or something. But what? one of the reasons I knew that he got married is because he told me and he told me, "El, you're the one who taught me how to love someone enough that Aww. I could marry them. And I was like, I'm like, well, That's wait, nice. don't marry her because I'm available now. <laughs> so that was kind of that ex. But I guess I have, I thought you ladies would be able to relate because I'm surprised that I'm the only one who's like checked out to see, hey, I wonder if he's single. Because, you know, sometimes it just was bad timing. And for example, that, right. you know, we were too young. It just, it wasn't meant to be. I mean, I'm literally moved out of the state to get away from that, that issue, so because I knew it was just a, a toxic situation for us. So, but you know, I'm sure and all that.
2: It is mm-hmm. a common. I, I I feel like there's probably a lot of people that do that. It's just yeah. like for me, I married my high school sweetheart, mm-hmm. had had a daughter, so I kind of know what's going on with him. And right. then the next person I dated that meant anything, I married <laughs> and had two more kids. And then yeah. I, I don't. There's nobody for me to check up on, really. Nobody left. <laughs> And I wouldn't remember their names like enough to, to even, like I said, if I dated them longer than a month, I married them.
1: That's amazing. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Very very amazing. I think, but I think, and I think I'm in the, you know, same category as Danny. I didn't date a lot of people before I got married. And, and so, yeah, I just, there's nobody I really want to check on. And then, you know, my ex-husband, I'm not going backwards, ex-boyfriend, not going backwards. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
2: But so here's a question though. Mm -hmm. So when you go out with someone new, Mm At what point do you, and what do you ask about, wonder about, need answers to about their exes or their sexual, like, what was it like in the bedroom for them? What do they like with, like, oh, feel like different times I want to know, like, I want to yeah. know what, how it was with the person you were with before or with your spouse or, and it's like kind of hard to ask those questions. Yeah. I feel like a two-year-old, you know, I'm like. how many drinks do I have
1: to have to have this conversation (laughs) oh yeah that's a drinking conversation I'm with you on that what do you how do you reply to that Kate
0: What I've learned in my own experience is I I, I typically don't ask those questions. I think they just kind of typically pop up, you know, so like today I had a conversation with somebody that I'm friends with and him and I, you know, every once in a while have a little fun together. And so, you know, and he was talking about his ex-girlfriend that he was dating and and their little... you know, fun that they do. So I think that it comes up in conversation typically with me. So it's not like I have to go out of my way to ask that conversation. But also what I've also learned is from my own experience is not, is, is knowing what, how, how they were in the bedroom or how they were with their prior partner doesn't mean that that's how they're going to be with you. True. And I'm a great example of it. And, you know, we've talked about it on this podcast, you know, multiple times is that I wasn't sexually attracted to my ex-husband. And because of that, him and I didn't have a great sex life. And um, mm-hmm. but my ex-boyfriend, which, you know, basically an asshole. Um but yeah, we had an amazing (laughs) sex life. Yeah. An amazing sex life. He was great, you know. We we had this chemistry between us and I wanted to have sex all the time. So just because, you know, somebody didn't have a great sex life before or 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 did doesn't mean that it's gonna happen with me. So I don't know if I necessarily look into that question too much or want to ask it. Let me give you an
2: example, the current dating relationship. Um, you are current. Yes. The, so, uh, uh, you know, there's lots of passion, sex is good, all that kind of stuff. But my, my angst for asking questions about what, what he likes is, or maybe, maybe saying what I like, maybe that's what it is with toys or, um, Mm -hmm. you know, vibrators, whatever, whatever the case is, like, Mm -hmm. I, maybe it's easier for me to, And it's not like how was your sex life? It's like, I don't know, what what did you how were and I don't know that I really asked that, but the but the toy thing came up and it was like by him. He He brought it up. I I probably did bring it up in some kind of weird (laughs) off the wall way. I, I don't I can't remember. I just remember his response was he's He's bought he's bought toys before, or whatever, and and my first thought was don't plan on bringing any of them out for me because you are not using somebody else's toy on me. Oh, I know, no. right? And that wasn't even where it was going, but that's what took my head there, and I was like, oh, well, what kind of toys do y'all use? <laughs> how fun was that? I kind of feel
1: like I I didn't
2: Like it's, so it's like that kind of convert, not like I want to judge or base anything off of it, but I don't know. There's part of me that kind of likes to talk about that too. And maybe it's like a, I don't know, maybe it's a turn on.
1: That's your intimacy thing. You know, I mean, mean, that's not just the physical intimacy, but that maybe is that connection you're trying to, he kind of gave you a little bit of a doorway, a little sliver, you know what I mean? Right. That was, that was kind of an early on Pretty thing. Personal. I feel like I've
2: had conversations, but I feel like I get into those conversations. Now that doesn't, <laughs> I haven't been in that situation enough, but it's, it, its I also um, do want to know what their relationship was like, what kind of relationship they had, what broke them up.
1: Yeah, those are usually first date questions for me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh I, yeah. I mean, it's just good conversation to get to know each other. Like oh, how long have you been single? So they're usually, and then I'll say, oh, okay. Well, what major actually I did ask somebody recently I'm like so so why did that end he, and they tell you they're like oh, she she wanted to change me or she wanted to be a kept woman I mean I've heard all kinds of interesting answers but they're pretty basic guys are pretty you know they don't get into detail
2: well and I think that's part of it which is you're not going to get the real well I in this situation I didn't really get good information until there was probably a trust between us because I don't think he would have ever really told me because the two longer term well the the, um, his ex-wife and a a long-term relationship that he had, he was very angry and bitter towards them. And, um, I don't know that, I don't know, like he that wouldn't have been a good first date response.
1: Yeah. Or like, why, (laughs) why are you bitter? You you never asked, were you afraid?
2: Well, I didn't ask I didn't really ask about the them until later. I didn't. I mean, I already knew him for you know a year before I started dating him, so it it just didn't come up. But um, I don't know. I feel like that's a. I think in general, it's okay to say how long have you been single and stuff like that. But I don't know that on the first date, I really want to air my dirty laundry about why I got divorced.
1: No, you don't have to go into details. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, just it can be we grew apart or she cheated. I mean, almost 50% of the guys I've dated say she cheated on me, believe it or not.
0: Yeah. I hear that too. And, and I think that those are questions that you ask early on and being comfortable asking those questions. And and I don't know if it's because I've been in the dating world now for over a year and you know, it's, easier for me to ask those questions because it's kind of a standard thing. Okay. So how, how long you've been single? How long you've been divorced? Or, you know, I may not ask right away, but it, it will be within, you know, usually for me, I, since I meet most of my guys on these dating apps, typically I've asked already that question. So it's done It doesn't have to be spoken, so it's 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 through a text message kind of thing with them. And how do you you think you're really getting like the nitty gritty of? No, no, I'm not getting nitty gritty. But like Elle said, most of the time they will say, you know, she cheated. That's a big one, and which was surprising how many women do cheat. I know. And so, or, or you'll get, well, you know, we grew apart or, you know, what, whatever, but at least you've got something, you know? So, and then, you know, if you're interested, then, you know, then you can go into more detail, you know, a couple dates in, but, uh, you know, those are standard questions you're going to ask in that first month, basically. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have that in-depth conversation of why somebody got divorced in that first month. But I think that becomes Danny, I think it becomes, you just have to be comfortable asking those questions, you know, because that's part of the dating world and knowing it's getting to know
1: you. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And I think Mm -hmm. with the sex conversation, sex toys and things like that, and what he likes and all that, Mm -hmm. I think, um, you know, Today I, uh, I ha- I needed, I was a damsel in distress today and couldn't hang my TV on the wall. So I called one of uh, my, my friend, my guy friends up and that, you know, he's been in my life on and off and, uh, and he helps me with all kinds of stuff. And yeah, he came over and hung my, hung my TV, nice. but we also, but I also
1: took him upstairs. So and and sex. had sex. <laughs> Oh, does his name begin with the Nest? Yes.
2: Kate, oh. hey, you are glowing, I have to say.
1: Yeah. You do yeah. seem pretty happy. And he strikes me as okay with that situation with toys, right? No, he's not. Oh, so, he's the one you told me wasn't. Okay. I knew you told me somebody wasn't.
0: Weirdly enough, one of the reasons probably we don't really date per se, you know, we're just in one another's lives. Let's just say that way um, is because I think, he, you know, he's intimidated by my toy collection. And so like today, you know, I brought out a couple toys and, you know, and. So in the process, Danny, I just ask, oh, you know, yeah. Hey, do you like that? You know, and then, funny enough, like a- as he was getting dressed and after he showered and everything, he um he he goes and he looks at my cabinet of toys, basically, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Let me see what you got in here." Oh my god, that's funny. but I think it comes down to being comfortable and um, it is
2: comfort. It's comfort and confidence both.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed.
0: You know what? Here's the thing, ladies. I, um, you know, my, my ex-boyfriend and I, we, we, he's the one that, you know, basically showed me the ropes, I guess, to say the least. And, uh, you know, it got me comfortable with all these toys. And, um, and I think, I, I don't know if it's necessarily talking about it, but I do talk about it with some of the guys that I do talk to and date and it's being comfortable with my self that this is just another fun part of my life and and there's nothing embarrassing about it you Know lots of people have toys and have fun, and, and I think in a lot of ways, what's that movie? Um, oh, what's that movie? Oh, what's that movie with the uh, where they um, what yeah. are they doing it? with the dun- you know, the sex dungeon and all that? The whole, and they had like five movies in a row with Did Tom you? Cruise. No, like, it sex had, dungeon. Um, you guys would know it. What's that sex? Oh, five, five that's shades that's of all- gray, 50
1: shades of gray. There oh, I never saw days. it, that's how yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. I never I saw, saw the
2: first one and I couldn't see anymore because I was so angry
1: oh, at that okay. man.
2: Oh, <laughs> it did not set well with me. I was not a, whatever his name is, gray person. Yeah. I did not. Yeah. Oh, it stressed me out so bad, but it has yeah. been the thrill for a lot of people. So it's just, yeah, me. apparently. It's not pro- yeah. It's not no, I just
1: never had desire a desire for
2: it. Yeah. But what about that, Kate? What about the, What about that
0: movie? So I think what happened is that movie helped um, get a lot of people out of the closet, basically, you know, or to have, you know, made it vanilla, I guess, is a way to say it, you know, and made sex toys and things like that, a fun topic and not to be ashamed about it and to have fun, you know, and, and bring them into the, you know, bedroom, normalize. I I had a guy last week that I was talking to and he's like, you know, I want to get one of the because he was long distance possibly and you know well when he travels and he's like so they have these little panties that oh, yeah that in control yeah yeah that he can control with his phone yeah so when he's <laughs> traveling you know you can have a little fun and yeah. I feel like you know, the fact that I could, I, I'm comfortable enough talking about that with, with somebody that I barely know is a, a, a good sign because that is part of my life, you know? And yeah. if I'm not comfortable talking about that and if they're not comfortable talking about it, mm-hmm. you know, the guy that was over today, you know, the first time, you know, a couple of years ago when I showed him a couple of toys, yeah, he freaked out, you know, and, and he even brought one of them up you know, he's like, are you going to bring the X toy out, you know? And, <laughs> I was like, no, don't worry. Won't bring that out.
1: So then, then I brought brought out. Can I interject a question? Are you are, are those toys specifically for you or for him? or both. And cause I want to know I mean, how guys got men
0: and women toys. Okay.
1: So he was open to the men toys.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he actually enjoyed it. He was like, what is that? And, um, uh, and I was like, well, you've never seen this before. And he's like, no. And I was like, okay. Which I know he hasn't been in this world. I want to know what it is. Are you open to tell you? saying it. Or yeah, no? yeah. It's called a flashlight. Do you know what that is? No, I have no idea.
2: <laughs>
0: okay. Do tell. So A flashlight is a toy for men. And you know, funny enough, I've been in rooms where men are talking about it and they'll be like, Oh yeah, I have a flashlight. I use, use it on myself. And so then it's it's because, so instead of them stroking their cock, they use uh-huh. this flashlight basically. It doesn't look like a flashlight.
1: Right back on topic a little bit. So anyway, so going back to the exes, you know, I think, okay, it's one thing to look up an old boyfriend, but maybe somebody you thought, I just didn't give him the chance. I wasn't ready. So when I first got divorced there, you know, I dated a few guys and I'm thinking, I wonder what's going on with him? Because at this point, I'm just so tired of dating all these new guys. I really am. And I don't want to have to keep getting to know somebody. And that is a lot of work. It is a lot of work. It's and kind of overwhelming yeah and and i don't sleep around or anything so but you know if i'm going out with somebody five times eventually i'm gonna i don't want to have a series of actually unfortunate events (laughs) because most of them have been kind of unfortunate but anyway so going back that's where the exes comes into play because then you start thinking maybe i shouldn't have you know, parted ways with this ex so that ex. So um I saw an ex recently. Oh, I'm so I saw an ex um recently and because I was thinking, you know, maybe there's something there. Um, you know, I was a little flirty with them and he seemed to be somewhat reciprocal, but not enough. And I could tell he was holding back, but I could also tell, you know, he's always have will always have some chemistry, um, because we didn't part for that reason. Anyway, my point is that sometimes I feel like I need a hundred percent closure. So I think that's what it is. And until I hear that, I still feel like the door's ajar and maybe I'm stupid. Maybe there's other people who feel that way. And I don't care if this is a a relationship that you had 10 years ago, if it's a marriage, if it's somebody you dated six months ago, whatever. I kind of always have felt like that. Like the door's never been closed if you parted on decent terms, you know, and you still, yeah. you just kind of grew apart or maybe somebody moved, you know, whatever it may be. Anyway, I just wanted to share that. I just had been thinking about that. I'm thinking, I wonder if other women go through that. Is anybody else kind of looking up? Cause I, I, I do every once in a while. I'm like, Oh, I wonder what that boyfriend's doing. Is he single now? <laughs> Is he married? I, Is he divorced?
2: I don't think you're alone in that. And I totally understand kind of going back through the Rolodex because it's a lot of work with all the new people.
1: Yeah. And at least I know some of their backstory. And I think that's part of my comfort level is that, Hey, I already know what he looks like underneath his clothes. (laughs) Okay. That's an important factor to me. Like I said, I don't really want to sleep around or anything like that. But then again, I have needs. And since I've been taking these hormones, ladies, by the way, All those needs are coming right back to me. (laughs) So I know. So and it's been what, uh almost a month. So I'm I'm really excited to share that because I know it's sidebar, but really, you know, I wanted to give that a try. I don't know that I need the estrogen, but that DHEA, I think that's really helped me more than the estrogen. That's because I've missed the estrogen a couple of times. And I'm like, everything seems to be pretty Happy. Um, so, okay. Good. So I good. just wanted to know if I was alone and I, I was hoping that I wasn't, um, but if there's somebody else out there, you know that you're not alone because I feel that if one out of three feels that, and I think probably Danny, you might feel that if, yeah. like you said, if you hadn't married them or if there's somebody that door might, but and Kate, I think you're also the norm too, because a lot of people are like, Nope, when it's over, it's over. Although you did get back together with your ex several times. So you already, you know, um, I mean boyfriend.
0: I, I you know, I learned in that last relationship. I think I, I learned something from every relationship. And I think I really learned that lesson of an ex is an ex for a reason. Yeah, I
1: know. And I and I may have even told you that. Sorry.
0: Yeah. I mean I don't know where I learned (laughs) that term, but I feel like that's what I learned from my last, you know, yo-yo relationship with, with him. And, and if you're, if you've broken up, yeah, unless you were like 20 years old and you broke up and, and then you rekindled back, you know, in in your fifties or sixties or whenever, you know, I think that might be a little different, but.
1: Okay. And. Danny, when you were saying, when do you talk about it? So have you brought any out with this guy you're seeing now? We went and
2: did a little shopping.
1: Oh, you did recently? That's fine.
2: Well, I mean, it was a few months back, but we've, we've gone, a course, but it's okay. That feels better for me. And some of that comes from my last marriage and my feeling of that whole situation. I mean, we, we had a closet of things. Oh,
1: wow. Okay. You guys are both little,
0: um, you should be, you should, if you had a closet, you know, you should be somewhat comfortable, you know, talking about those toys. Right. Well,
2: I I'm comfortable, but the last guy that I dated did was not about it no toys. So, and because I hadn't really until my last husband, I'm like, well, what do I, I mean, I don't know, but I was so, I, there was part of me that was a little bit relieved because it was such a big part of our world before. Okay. Um, and I, you know, cause he cheated on me and all that stuff. I was like, I threw, I don't know how many hundreds <laughs> and hundreds of dollars away of stuff, but I was like, you're not using those on anybody else. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <out> <laughs> Um so and it's kind of not one of those things that I've ever had for just myself. Right. You know, it's another question that I have is how has your sex life, sexual desire, sexual need changed over the years because in my 20s and 30s Oh my God, sex was evil. And there's no reason for any of that business. Like, I don't understand. I, there was, I had no sex drop. Of course, I later found out that was because I was on birth control and birth control did that. And we just didn't know it. Um, that's interesting. And not until my, I guess, forties, did Mm -hmm. I become more confident and open and feeling like it was okay to talk about and like desiring it and wanting it and you know all the play and everything was kind of fun but yeah, 40 still... was a peak
1: for me i have to say i remember 40, 41, huge sexual peak. Like I was like the horniest I've ever been. There was something about that age. I was not that horny before. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Do you think
0: it's about um, that our confidence level in our 40s? Like, you know, in your 20s, you're, you know, you you, you don't know much. In your 30s, all right, you're figuring things out. All right, maybe get divorced or whatever, you know, but you're still you know, you're working on your career or whatever, but I feel like in your forties, you've kind of figured a lot of girls that I've talked to in your forties, you kind of figured it out or you just figured it out and don't care. You know, like I, I don't care if people know that, Hey, I got a bunch of sex toys. You know what? I do. So, so right. be it. Whoop-de-doo, you know? So well, I think that's a big
2: part is that you don't care about what people think anymore. As far as that kind of stuff goes.
1: And that's healthy. I feel like that's healthy because you're confident. You don't feel ashamed, right? I mean, right.
0: I'm, I'm still human. I still have my own issues, you know, but yes, I, I don't care. You know, I really don't care. If somebody's going to judge me because I got a bunch of toys, yeah. then so be it. They can judge me basically. So, and I think when you get com- confident in yourself, I think mm-hmm. that's why we, you feel also confident in wanting to have sex and, and being horny, I think. Very true. Yeah. And maybe you're I looking your best is, too.
2: I think there's a lot, like, I mean, I, I had kids over gosh my let's see my oldest is 32 my youngest is 18 so wow. 16 years so two different so in my 20s and 30s I was still having kids there's yeah. nothing sexy feeling about any of that yeah yeah so
1: although I was very horny when I was pregnant
2: well I, w- and it I sucks was because too- I was single <laughs> It I, I, there were times of that, that I, but, but, um, I think in my forties when my youngest was finally, you know, six, seven, eight, whatever it, you start to go, okay, I don't have to deal with any more babies. My body, I'm yeah. going to own this, but I, I do think that I felt sexier and prettier, but I also didn't have the primary concern of being a mom because at least my other two were older. I mean, I think kids and all the stages that we go through kind of lend themselves to that, but I'll never forget having a a girlfriend in my twenties, her and her husband, and she was the one who wanted sex all the time and he didn't. And I was like,
0: where do I find one of those? (laughs)
1: That's kind of how I felt my marriage. I was like, I don't even care if you cheats to me at this point because I don't want to have it because I lost respect for him so much. I just fell yeah. out oh, of respect. Yeah. But yeah. But the yeah.
2: dating thing. So when I think about, gosh, aside from the two kind of the serious relationships that I have had since I've been divorced, there were a handful of guys that I went out with a handful of times that I had sex and like right now I'm going, Oh, Danny, how in the hell did you do that? Because that was probably, you know, in like three to five years ago when maybe I needed a little bit of that to get some reassurance of myself. Yeah. Yeah. Because now I'm more apt to go, no, no, no. You can't think of this of me on my first like I'm the no on the first date
1: person. Uh-huh, right.
2: And I don't right. know what that means about the second date, but the first date, no.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I know. I force myself to do the no also, no matter what.
0: There's the other saying of um there's never a wrong time to have
1: sex with the right person. Oh, okay. I like that. That that'll work. that's a good okay. one. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Hey, you never know if they're the right person. So not on the first date, but maybe they <laughs> but are.
0: No, there's no wrong time. So if you had sex on the first date with the, you know, the right person, it wasn't wrong. It was meant to be.
1: That's a good. point. Well, great conversation and great insight. And Kate, thank you for sharing that. Wait, what was it? Called? A flashlight. <laughs> I feel so knowledgeable.
2: My ex-husband and I used one of those like often. I just uh-huh. didn't know it was called that. I don't know what it was called, but I didn't know it was called that.
0: Now, funny enough, but- I didn't know either. And then One night I was with a bunch of friends and and, and there was a couple guys there in the group and one guy was started to talk about it was like, oh yeah, you know, openly talking about it like, oh yeah, I use a flashlight, you know, or I'm going home to use my flashlight or something like that. hilarious. And I was like, what is a flashlight? You know, and I already had this thing, you know, I didn't call that either. Yeah. And then they had, then they all started to talk about it. And then the other guy was like, what, you don't know what a flashlight is? And then, and then this other guy chimed in and he's like, oh yeah, I, I like that toy, you know, this and that. So yeah. So did
1: pretty much all the guys know what it was?
0: No, no. Oh, I mean, okay. I, I would say most of them have not. Well, at that party, that party where, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah I mean, I would say like maybe half knew what it was. Yeah.
2: Um, but I'm kind of liking it because I might have to bring that up for yeah. your my current
1: yeah
2: bow because uh-huh. I, I don't, I don't know. I still kind of get weird about, cause I, I love a great vibrator and I, we have the mm. remote control panty thing too, but it, like, I don't, I think there's a lot of life happening still and the spontaneity. Well, he's younger too. Well, spontaneity happens, but sometimes you got to plan a little bit of that stuff. I need to do, I need to do better myself. Date, you've got me like going,
1: whew, I gotta go, where is (laughs) he? I know, well, hold on. (laughs) Wait until this is over.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Order one of these off of Amazon. I'm sure you can find one on Amazon. You know, men's
2: flashlight. I'm googling that real quick just to see.
0: (laughs) And then how it (laughs) turns up. Yeah, order one and then you know and then kind of surprise them with it and be like, oh, I
1: have a new toy. That's a good.
2: (gasps) Exactly. Put a bow on
1: it or something.
2: In the Amazon drop down, when I put in male flashlight,
1: uh huh. Oh gosh.
2: (laughs) It says male flashlight masturbator toy. It's the second common thing, wow. <gasps> y'all. What show? It looks like a flashlight in this. Oh, oh yes, it does.
1: Okay. Now pull it higher. There you go. Oh, yeah, that does. And that's why they call it a flashlight, because they're all getting them from Amazon. <laughs> I wonder if it's got some it's LED awesome lights one. in there. <laughs> oh, all right. I that would be a turn off if I were a guy seven, not this bed. is
2: battery Kate this one's battery operated wow it's got really? seven powerful thrusting rotating modes
1: Ooh. Ooh. so they just drop that in and it just lay back and fantasize yeah, they wow. do and it,
2: and it does have light coming out of the end of it. Oh my god, that's, that's hilarious!
0: <laughs> Gosh. yeah, that's
1: oh a weird.
0: Yeah, I'd say uh-huh. buy buy one of these though. Buy the one yeah. that doesn't have the light, so he doesn't yeah. get intimidated by. You all it.
2: remember those toys we had as kids that you would. It was, it looked just like that, except it was like red and you would, that's what it looks like.
1: Yeah. And that the, thing and that, that Kate has? Yes. Yes. It yeah. does look like a toy. I'm thinking that looks kind of like a dog toy or something. <laughs> I can't remember what it what it reminds me of, but it reminds me of something like that, where you put snacks in there for, for treat, like, and all of a sudden, could you imagine if you all of a sudden saw your dog flipping that thing around, there was a treat in there or something. That would be a good, (laughs) that's a good way way to introduce. No, that's what I've seen before. That's why I said kind of like, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's Amazon's something.
2: got everything. Yeah, oh, yeah that's, that's, girl. I didn't
1: yeah. know they got that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. my Yeah, everybody.
0: I used to buy it off. I can't. Uh, there was another site, sex site, basically yeah. that I buy the toys off of. I can't remember the name of it, but yeah,
1: but Amazon. Easy remember baby. when you used to have to go to a store? You, you guys may not have done this, but I did. I mean, you'd park like a block away. Cause it's like, I don't want any of my neighbors to see me go in here. And you know, you've got a baseball cap on and glasses and you're like, just get me in and get me out. And I don't want anybody looking at me or recognizing me. I just remember doing that a few times and just thinking, Oh, I got to get one of these things. I'm going to a bachelorette party, (laughs) but I was how nervous I was. And here I'm in a a huge emporium. It was probably called sex toy emporium. I don't know. It's so big in St. Pete, Florida. And I just remember doing that just thinking, well, it beats the little seedy ones where I know I'm going to run into somebody, you know, (laughs) as soon as I walk to my car.
0: Yeah. But I will say going into the stores is actually a good thing because you will learn a lot from the I employee. Agree. And yes. you know, when I, you know, when I went in there a couple times, you know, you know I was just, yeah, did the same thing. I didn't, blo- yeah, I parked out front, but yeah. it was embarrassing <laughs> walking in the first few times, but eventually you get comfortable and you're like, I don't care you know, this is fun basically. So, and, and I, I, and I find that a lot of men that, yeah, they're, they're definitely turned on by it, you know, versus being scared of it, you know, like the one today, initially, I think he was a little scared of it when we first met years ago, but, you know, today he was very comfortable, you know, so he's like, what are you bringing out now? You know, so, Uh but I think, just being comfortable going in there. You, you, like I said, you get to speak to the employees there and they can help you with, you know, whatever toys you're looking for, because there are, there are way more toys for women than there are for men. There's a lot of toys for men that are, um, yeah, that are very good for them. Like this little toy, you know? So,
1: well, and I wanted to ask about pegging because I've heard about this lately and I didn't even know what that was you, you both know what that is, right?
2: I don't know what that is. It sounds so terrible. I-
1: it's when a guy is getting like a vibe in his butt, right? I think, oh. is that how you would describe that, Kate? Um,
0: it doesn't have to be a vibe. It can, it be can a just plug. be a,
1: a plug or a vibe
0: yeah. either. Right? And but it's not it's more, or, or it could be just like a strap-on pretty much.
1: Oh, that's what pegging is too? Oh. That's,
0: that's much more what it is. It's meant for a, a strap-on.
2: Why what?
1: It just called anal. Not
2: know that. I don't yeah. understand why. The pegging just sounds
1: terrible. I know. I think it's the funny first I heard pegging. I was like, what? I did not know.
0: So evidently it's become a starting to to be, it's starting to become a thing with even straight men. Now they're starting to figure it out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That it feels good or something.
0: Yeah. Because what happens is when they peg you, when you're pegged, evidently now, obviously I'm not a man, so I don't know. Right but yeah. from what i hear um right. when they're pegged it hits their prostate and right. if they hit it in the right place yeah they pretty much have an amazing orgasm when they it's probably do comparable that. to squirting
1: so that's interesting okay yeah and i was just wondering if any of if either of you have um talked to or been with a guy who wants that. Oh yeah. There's a, lot out, there. what? There's a lot out there. out uh, there. so how did you find out? Did they bring it up or did you talk ask them?
0: I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't go out and ask. That's yeah, sure. I know. It, it it just comes up in conversation. Wow. i kind of, never know? had that conversation. All right Danny,
1: fuss up.
2: <laughs> I don't I didn't know what that term meant. So I can't speak to that. Um the ex-husband was he He. Uh, again, I don't, the, the other thing sounds very intense and, and a lot of work to me, <laughs> but I know that he was aroused by anything around that whole there. anal yeah. prostate area, yeah. but
1: mm-hmm.
2: I don't know about anything as much that would make him have an orgasm, but okay, um, no, that, I don't think it's come up since then with anyone else other than jokingly. And I think the jokingly the joking way is just to like put feelers out to see what they are. Exactly.
1: Is. That's what I was thinking. That's why I was wondering, do they approach? Do they ask? Like I never even thought of that with any guy. But I have noticed they're more open, like they'll push you down a bit further. Like, I'm not going down there to that dark mystery hole. That's not happening.
0: Well, he's probably not pushing you down to the
1: mystery hole. He's probably pushing you down to his balls, probably. Well, no, I'm talking past the balls when, yeah. Oh, he yeah. didn't push it. Properly. Yeah. I'm okay. not pushed out, just kind of like little nudges. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Whatever. But I that's not for me. Okay. Well, thank you for all of your insight, ladies. And, um, you know, um, we're gonna wrap this episode up. But next time, you know, our listeners are so important to us. And we really thank all of you for listening. Thank you for sharing our podcast. Uh, It means a lot to us. We can't, we wouldn't be here without you. And it keeps growing, but keep making it grow. Make sure you subscribe and you'll you'll find out when we drop the next episode, which ladies that we're going to talk about our listeners, they've sent us a lot of feedback and we've got some good, good stuff to share. Let's yourself. It's uh, pretty enlightening actually. So tune in next time for the next episode. Good night. Good night. Reach out sassover50 at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, sassover50. We appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye. bye Bye-bye.